An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. This is a journey into sound. How's it going? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're on a mission, are you? <laughs> Not anymore. I'm on my way home. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, rolling in the wife's minivan. Oh, good times, soccer mom Stan. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Very inconspicuous. A silver minivan. Dude, you oddly sound better than I think you ever have. <laughs> really? Maybe I should just keep driving around. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right, let me pull over for about three minutes, and then I'll be able to drive around some more. There you go. Oh, man. Dude, my Twitter just blew up. Why? <laughs> I made one of those memes or whatever they're called. Yeah, I saw that there, the Catwoman thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the person I was, you know, fishing for bit the hook. <laughs> Adrian Curry. She yeah, yeah, I know that. Mentioned me and shit. Yeah, that's fucking not, awesome, I'm just, man. I'm just bugging. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, because I'm just going to start this show. Fuck it. Because that was a yeah, fun enough beginning to a fucking conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 111. I'm Jay. That's Stan. We're, well, I'm flicking my bick, and Stan will be momentarily flicking his bick after he's rolled his lick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no thanks. I got some uh, store-bought right over here in my own. No, man. This is grass. You mean marijuana? Good times, indeed. So, Adrian Curry, who is a, a well-known cosplayer at San Diego Comic-Con, got into a fight with somebody <laughs> for touching their friend inappropriately or something like that. In the fanny. In the fanny. An inappropriate fan touched the fanny. And you don't touch the fanny when Catwoman's around. Don't you know better? She'll, the bitch will fuck you up, man. Meow. She has a whip. <laughs> <laughs> An eight-inch stiletto heels. That's all you need to know. That's <laughs> totally all you need to know. Don't don't screw with a badass pussy like that, man. <laughs> did you did you see her cosplay of the I Catwoman? I did. It looked great. She was like the Is animated that... series Catwoman. Exactly. I was so impressed. I was like, she's not even like... She doesn't do it professionally. She just does it for fun. Like, no one pays her to do that. Yeah. So that makes it even cooler. <laughs> it is super cool, man. And uh, it's perfect. It's good of her to stick up for things going on, too. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's got to be some etiquette that's kept in place. And, you know, it's kind of up to the cosplayers themselves to, like, hold a certain standard to that etiquette, you know? Absolutely. Well, you know what? Moral standards come into effect here a little bit, too. I mean, you just don't put your hands on other people. Yeah. I mean, you know, and the fact, and you know, now I'm, now I'm a very nonviolent human being, but in my youth I tended to <laughs> stray off, let's say, the path of the Jedi. Uh, <laughs> however, saying that, I think that man deserved an ass kicking, and I am very glad that she handily served it out to him, because yeah. maybe if more people see it or hear about it. They'll think twice about doing something as stupid as touching another person inappropriately. Yeah, especially at a place where everyone should feel as safe as they can be. That's the whole point of these conventions. You know, you go to be who you are and feel safe amongst your people, you know? Absolutely. Man. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not like it's it's easy to go to these cons and keep it inside. <laughs> but you have to have some control, people. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, no. You have to. You have to keep your eyes in, focused on the toys. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you thinking? You know what I mean? So. But uh, that was a big weekend, eh? Lots of exciting shit came out of Comic Con, I tell you. Oh my goodness! I'm actually catching up on all the YouTube footage I can and Nerdist.com footage from the Xbox. Yeah, no. Uh... I was uh, sitting down with my kids the other night. Yeah. <laughs> Did we lose you? Este taco. El taco. El taco. Probably the taco. What? Did the okay. fuzziness just make you go Spanish? <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I'm, I'm multilingual, okay. in, especially in the humor area. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah oh, it, was, man. it was fucking exciting, man. Uh, I think DC won. Oh, yeah, you think? <laughs> <laughs> the second I saw glowing bat eyes, I didn't know whether to rip my clothes off and run down the street or cry. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I really didn't. I It made it moved me, for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah, I think the general I populace is starting to realize... How big a deal this is actually going to fucking be? This is bigger than Batman 1989. This, this is this is bigger. Th- it is, dude. Ooh. I'm telling you, they're they're putting their all their cards on the table. Ooh. This is going to be the Avengers for DC. Without it, I love I love Batman 1989. Don't get me wrong. In my opinion, solely the best Batman movie ever made. Right. J- just based on comic book and. You know, he was a detective, for God's sake. He was a chemist. And you know, everything Batman was, Michael Keaton was. Mm-hmm. And the special effects and the, you know, the whole Danny Elfman theme. I mean, it, everything worked for that movie. But I'm telling you, when I saw that bat chin <laughs> in, in some armor, yeah, <laughs> I almost died. I oh, had to go take a freaking heart pill. They keep doing things that I never thought would happen or anyone would ever have the fucking guts to do and to so blatantly be like here is the armor directly out of the batman returns comic book by frank miller right in which front i of just rebought fucking <laughs> face yeah it's it's he's not even try. it's not influenced by it's not no 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 it's a direct by, drawing <laughs> that's the fucking suit <laughs> yeah man i can't wait to see him tweak it and lift up his car oh man it's oh, oh he's gotta fight superman he's gonna kick his ass <laughs> royally um what but, do you th- what do you think about but, uh wonder woman's suit though oh it's awesome i don't care if it looks a little like xena in my opinion it should look a little like a warrior right absolutely i mean she's i mean i love her like that a lot but yeah, you know, she's, she's an Amazon like warrior. <laughs> yeah, of course. She's worn <laughs> shit like that before in the comics, man. And when you look at the actual design of the lines and stuff, it's a very true-to-form outfit, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think she looks good in it. And all the the haters and the detractors that thought that uh, Gal Gadot wouldn't be able to pull it off, well, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a lasso in her hand. That's a fucking sword. That's right, and that means she flies Ooh. without her stupid airplane. Ooh, I hadn't thought of that. Do you think they're going to give her the flight in this? I, I think if they're basing this on, like, the real new DC-52 style with the Frank Miller thrown in there, she's got to fly. Wow, I hadn't thought of that, dude. I mean, look, I mean, are they really going to make an invisible jet for her to come over from wherever she's at to America? <laughs> you know what I mean? She'll just fly. Or maybe Superman knows her and picked her up on his way home. From getting That's an interesting thought, man. That'll be interesting to have to see. I don't care if they go either way. I don't. That power doesn't really affect anything for Wonder Woman for me too much. But it'll be really interesting if she can fucking fly, man. Oh, it, it'll make it very, very, very visceral. Like almost worth seeing the 3D version. Yes, yes. That's a very good point. I but, forgot about 3D, too. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, this movie's going to be oh. sick. <laughs> oh, did you see his eyes? They were glowing. Oh, and then Soup's eyes are glowing right back. I know. That made me cry. I was like, oh, you're kidding me. This is going to happen for real in my lifetime. Well, I'm also on glad a- that since they're on that roof and there's the bat signal, unless he packed the thing up and brought it to Metropolis, they're going to be in oh. Gotham City. Well, that's, you know, Crime Alley. <laughs> that's where it happens. Oh, that's right. Do you think they'll go that far? <laughs> well, it, it lo- I mean, listen, he was in the suit, right? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's true. And Superman was hovering above him just like it. Well, 
you know, in, in Frank Miller's version, Superman is way the hell up there and you don't see him, but you hear him and he draws where on the ground or when or whatever. Yeah, yeah, With, yeah, the, yeah. with the heat vision. So I'm just thinking that this is one of those cases where they're just going to stick to that particular fight. That fight is very defining. It for is Superman. Actually. Well, here's the thing that changes it puts that him fight. In his place. I, was, I was thinking about that fight though, and that fight fight involves Green Arrow and a Kryptonite Arrow. It does, doesn't now, it? <laughs> yeah, but the Man of Steel they changed that. There's no actual like rock. Oh, I hear your bag moving around. <laughs> oh, that's my ice cream. <laughs> oh, excellent ice cream. What kind of flavor ice cream? Oh, it's vanilla, and oh. I got dog food too while I was out. Nice. I had a mint chip cone today. It was so good. Nice. But, uh, yeah, the kryptonite element has changed because it's not actually like a rock anymore, right? It's like the Kryptonian environment. I think it's going to be – yeah, yeah. I, th- I think what he's going to do is weaponize their environment. Somehow, yeah. And much, much like the Dark Knight uh, Returns with Bale, how, how, you know, the weaponized hallucinogen. Yeah, from Scarecrow. Yeah, so- yeah something. Yeah, it's yeah, got to yeah, – yeah. because he has to be beaten, right? Or he's Yeah, he's at least got to be beat up. That's for sure. Yeah. Humbled. Do you think? say I think? <laughs> Humbled. <laughs> I'm just so excited. I'm it's sorry. more like Batman's gonna teach him to. He's gonna earn his respect. You know what I mean? Well, he thinks he's all powerful at this point. He's gone thirty some years hiding this amazing power that he has. Yeah. And now that he's out in the world, of course he's gonna have a little bit of arrogance to him, where he, you know, I'm Superman. You know, they may not say that, but that's what they're thinking. Yeah, <laughs> and then this human being. This old man, made of metal, <laughs> is going to put, you know, the big blue Boy Scout in his place. I wonder if the other say, ones break them up or something. That'd be neat. Oh, but Lex man. is involved too. This plot is going to be interesting. It's got to be pretty complex to involve all these fucking characters. Unless they're like super cameo of the cameos, you know what I mean? Well, I'm thinking Lex is going to be an intro part of the story but a very small part of the movie i think that his his part of the movie is going to be setting up the next movie where lex oh. is the actual villain oh, uh, i think too. i think something is going to happen where lex gets affected by either this fight or something that superman does ah. and then that's going to set up you know in the next you know in my mind the end credits are rolling right panaflex comes up from the bottom of the screen and boom we get our extra scene and we see either Lex like damaged or injured or messed up from something, and then you see him like tweaking that metal suit he makes. Oh, do you know what I mean? I think they're gonna jump like completely through like thirteen story arcs and go straight to the Lex mechanical armor. Wow, that'd be sick, man. This is some excellent theorizing, Mister Konopka. Thank you. Well, <laughs> it's because of the bat suit. As soon as they put that armored suit in there, that meant that now. The whole world is going to see that, number one, mm-hmm. and see that a human put this alien in his place. And Lex, being the genius billionaire world saver he thinks he is, will see this and go, oh, well, if you know Batman can make it, I'm the richest, smartest man in the world. I'll make it too. <laughs> I'm rich Lex, bitch. Yeah, bitches. <laughs> I may not have hair, but I got cash. Well, maybe yeah. He, you're right. Like first movie, he's got hair, and then maybe loses it later on. You know? Yep. I'm, I'm I'm thinking very, very mix of Smallville and comic book. Yeah, it could be interesting, man. It could be very interesting. I just can't wait. It's yeah. too long. I, I I'm so like really away, hurry man. up. I didn't expect them to have actual footage like that. I thought maybe the three of them would show up, like the Trinity and. All that kind of shit. But when they actually showed footage, I was like, oh my fucking... And it's horrible. You can't get a good look at it on any angle provided in <laughs> any way. Yet it's still so horrible, it doesn't matter. You can tell that it's going to be like, oh my... That was enough. That shitty, grainy, dark footage was totally <laughs> all enough. I, all I needed to see, man, was those eyes, that helmet... And soups in the fog. Well, and the good, bat symbol, yeah. too. The bat good... symbol on the thing was changed, so that's even better. Yeah, it was way more like Frank Millery, but uh, our good friend El Jaquez had a good theory earlier um, when I was talking to him. And uh, and now I can't remember. What was I going <laughs> to say the theory was? Was it about the suit? Oh, shit. How do I have moments like that? Of the you, you, you have smoked yourself retarded. 
No, I think it's because you climb trees for a living. You're always up in that high altitude. I think it's because I, I talk too fast and I think too fast and my mouth and my head aren't actually in sync at the same time. <laughs> oh, geez. Welcome to my world. Oh, <laughs> uh, but he had a theory on something that kind of made sense. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Sorry, it just came back to me, kids. It actually always does. If you listen to the show regularly, you'll find that happens a lot, but it always comes back around. And then he talks some more and forget again, so I'm not going to actually let myself forget again. But El Jaquez had a good idea that um, that wasn't even in the movie. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's that was a just a sizzle reel. filmed scene that was for absolutely nothing else but Comic-Con. That's what I thought, Yeah, too. and had nothing to do with the movie, which is his... Uh, if they're going that far, man, if they're going that far, holy fucking shit. I, okay. But now I have to see that. That's the problem. Now I have to see what they showed me in full form. <laughs> you know, eventually it'll, it'll end up on a DVD or a Blu-ray extra or some kind of shit. You know, you'll see yeah. it somewhere. It might even be a teaser. Like when uh, <laughs> when movies start showing tealer, uh, teasers for yeah. for that, on, it, I bet TV. you it might be that. I bet you they save it for, like, the teaser for whatever they put on whatever fucking movie, so. Um, well, I, he's almost, I, I would say, I spoke to my friend from film school, and he works for Marvel in an ancillary capacity. And he says it's completely made for Comic-Con. Okay, yeah. He says there's no way they, he said that what they've got up there is finished, edited, and special effected up. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. Okay, you want to know what my second favorite thing of the entire San Diego Comic-Con was? Second favorite thing? Yep. Yes, I do. Did you see the five-minute Simpsons Family Guy trailer? I have it saved on my phone. I haven't watched it yet. Please tell me it's worth saving. Oh, my God. If it's my second favorite thing from Comic-Con, you know it's fucking worth saving. Oh. Oh boy. I I cannot express to you. This may be the funniest episode of television ever produced. I don't see how it couldn't be. <laughs> I was cuz it's 5 minutes but it's not a 5 minute clip. It's 5 minutes of clips. So it's a whole episode, I guess. Someone's going to visit somewhere. Well, the uh, without spoiling too much, uh the Griffins go to Springfield. How do they get there? No one knows where the hell it is. That isn't in the clips. <laughs> but one of the very, very small spoiler jokes is they're in front of the sign. It says, where are we? It says Springfield. And then another <laughs> and then one of them asks, what state is that in? And, uh, <laughs> and Peter goes, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure we're not allowed to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I have to see that. It is brilliant. They bring back Simpsons jokes from like that haven't been done in 15 years. Fugu me. Like, like Bart making prank. When's the last time Bart made a prank phone call to the bar? That was like season three. Yeah, man. And they bring it back and it's brilliant. Cause Stewie's, Oh my God. It's like, <laughs> it's almost like the family guy writers wrote it and wrote it as fans of the Simpsons. So they got to finally get their hands on the Simpsons or, both vice versa. Like, whoever wrote those episodes had so much fucking fun doing it that they just went hardcore. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what we're looking for, though. And it's brilliant. I had to keep oh. re-watching it because I kept laughing over clips. <laughs> is there a Homer and Peter fight? That's all I need to know. Oh, my God. Is there, a, oh, is there a chicken involved? I don't know. <laughs> Remember, I, these are just five minutes I've seen. I haven't seen oh, the whole no. thing. But in oh. this, yes, there is definitely a Peter Homer fight from oh. what I saw, and it's quite, quite epic. Oh, I hope it's like The Matrix. It's, uh, no, it's like <laughs> old school, both those cartoons. You know, both those cartoons have been good for, like, a fight that goes on far too long. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. It, it's totally going to be, like, one of those deals. You know what I mean? Like, ten yeah. minutes of this show is going to be <laughs> Peter and Homer kicking each other's asses. Fall, falling through the sewers. with the, What was that, a... Alligator. He was yeah. fighting a chicken. <laughs> They'll just take the chicken out and put Homer in. I'm pretty sure it's over beer, too. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, beer me. Oh, man. <laughs> there's so much I want to say, but I'm gonna, we're going to stop talking about it because there's just too many funny fucking jokes that fell out of it. But okay, please, real quick. Does yeah. Stewie fight Maggie? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, at least that I saw. Of the clips, Stewie was hanging out with Bart. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
and that was causing some fucking shit but it's funny because they'll make like a hilarious smart intelligent simpsons joke and then just follow it immediately up with like a horribly offensive family guy joke <laughs> that's what i want oh my yeah, god i'm yeah. gonna watch you gotta this watch the thing man anybody out there go find it on the interwebs and watch that five minute clip from comic-con because uh it's just epically fantastic it's really really good shit so um you know other than that not tons of shit that really because i'm over this avengers thing i'm sorry to say i'm i'm just over it I, i'm looking forward to it i'm gonna see the movies and they're gonna be fun to see but they're too far ahead i don't want to know what movies are coming out in six years and have to wait for them oh i know it's you ridiculous. know like i didn't even like what dc did that and said we're gonna do this movie and this movie no just make them as they come Give them as they come, and that way you won't have any regrets or anything to go back on or anything you've got to switch out and fix. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It's strictly for money, too. What they're trying to do is lock you in for five movies. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's greed, and they're trying to make it go just too goddamn far. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Did you see the Mad Max trailer? I did. Oh, hells yeah. I felt stoned as fuck <laughs> watching that shit. <laughs> I, I was just waiting for him to pull out the Bane mask the whole time. I didn't realize it was the same director made the other ones. No, no, it was. I was looking at it. I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah. Okay, this what, is going to be legit. George Brown or what's his name? George. Something? I forget his last name. Yeah. But um, yeah, he made them all. I didn't realize it was like uh, the same guy re bringing it back. Which yeah, uh, that's why I have no complaints. And I'm really <laughs> impressed by a director who's never worked with these type of effects to have picked him up so well that they're so well done in this trailer. Like, you know, we've, he's always been epic at like uh, vehicle chase scenes as we've seen in all the Mad Maxes. Mm-hmm. But in this one, at being able to add those extra effects, just like, Oh yeah. Just took it to another level. You know what I I'm, mean? I'm imagining part one and part three mixed together in like a LSD component to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. <laughs> It looks fucking, it looks pretty goddamn trippy. You know, there's going to be a fat ass blunt going down before that fucking shit. <laughs> so it, it's got me wanting to rewatch the old ones, man. Like it's been fucking years since I watched Mad Max movies. The first one is the probably, in my opinion, the best of all of them. I liked part yeah. three because it had Tina Turner and blah, blah, blah. And we were like 80s kids enjoying yep. that kind of shit, you know? So it was probably the most simplistic plot to follow for a kid too embargo you know yeah where they just put him in a thing and he's got to fight everybody it's the thunderdome right so yeah it was pretty straightforward for a kid because i remember being really young and watching the first one and not quite getting it you know what i mean yeah it was a little off-putting the first one because we were young and when i when i when i saw it it was on vhs so it had come out before that yeah so i've i don't know i think i was it was yeah it was definitely pre-freddy krueger for me yes it was it absolutely was pre-freddy krueger for sure I don't even know I if did... the years work, but I know for me it was. I definitely remember Mad Max before I remember Freddy Krueger for sure, man. Yeah, because I remember my my father and my uncle sitting around yelling about it because it was awesome. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that I remember. Yeah, but uh, you know, other than that, it was a it was a fun time Comic Con. So, Mister Stan Kanopka, let me fill the kids in a little. Uh, anybody who listens to the show regularly is quite familiar with Stan, and Stan is the founder of Nemesis Studios, proud sponsor of this fucking show right fucking here. Uh, Nemesis Studios dabs their fingers and toes into such things as uh, commission art, as uh, custom cosplay equipment, uh, weaponry, and such uh, comic books. Uh, The Ministry, which will be a very, very exciting comic book coming out soon enough for all you kids to enjoy. And uh, I believe you've got a few more things that are kind of growing in the works. Dan, why don't you give us a little fill-in on the workings of Nemesis Studios? Well, currently, we have changed our model around a little bit. And I'm not prepared to make the announcement today. But uh, Corey and I are going. He's the artist working on The Ministry. We're going over everything and we have decided that adding things would be to our benefit so we are adding a few things to it beefing it up a little bit as they say uh, we are going to have our first in-person meeting this november at the great allentown comic-con super mega show it's the first time for, for me anyway in allentown for a two-day con uh i've got a comic strip that I'm writing and draw, or not writing actually. I'm actually just drawing jokes, <laughs> but uh, it's my <laughs> friend Jason Brown's website. 
Um, if I remember correctly, I'm also going to be probably writing a couple articles for Rusty Gilligan. He asked me uh, at the last Comic-Con if I would mind writing a few things, and I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, literally, I don't know if you've ever met this man, but he is the no, nicest. He is the nicest man in comic books. I mean, like he – I don't even think he cares about money. I, he, I watched him all day. He sat across from me, like a table across from me at the last con, and he was just giving everything away and talking to everybody and yeah. you know little kids take i mean he was just so sweet like it's so weird to say that but in a world of shit he's like an island of sanity you know what i mean dude he's a, real, he's a real good guy i love hearing that too because you meet him at every con, con they're they're diamonds in the rough i mean guys like uh sean daly you can go to a comic con and sean daly is going to give you as many copies of terror quill as you want for free because he wants you to have it, and he's not gonna. He's not looking to. He's trying to share his art, not necessarily just. I'm sure he'd love to make a living off it, but it's not just about the profit. Same thing with Doug Michel of uh, Monkey, Monkey Squad, Squad One, and uh, he had a very interesting Twitter rant today. Actually, not a rant. I shouldn't call it a rant. A conversation, uh, explaining a little bit to people the uh, the reasonings behind why he does what he does. Um, he doesn't like to promote his comic book. And he'll completely go the other way. He'll probably give it to you for free if you showed him an email. Uh, shoot him an email. He'll provide you with it. He'll tell you where to see it. And he'll love for you to experience and enjoy it. But, uh, you know, he's been on this podcast in the past. And it wasn't really about... It was just to hang out, have good times, and chat it up, smoke a bowl. And, uh, you know, enjoy the conversation. Not at all to just push Monkey Squad 1. And uh, he's just not – that's just not his punk rock vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, man. Yeah, he was all explaining on Twitter today, and that is a beautiful thing. That's when it's really, really, you know – Well, that's the definition of an artist. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Although it's there the... is that side. You do want to get – you know, it, it would be a beautiful thing to be able to be professionally, you know, do your art. Well, that's up to us. But it's I mean, about – it's up to the people. If, they, if people don't want what he has – or buy what he has, then he won't be able to do it by himself. It, it takes, like, the whole community. Yeah. So since he won't do you know, it himself, you hear Stan and Jay here right fucking now telling you sons of bitches it. to go out there and get Monkey Squad 1, to find Monkey Squad 1, to get on Twitter and go to at Monkey Squad 1 and uh, engage. engage. Tell him Jason. The yeah. Doug. Doug, in fact, is, uh, let's give a little shout out. I haven't had a chance to hear it, but... Uh, Doug has a brand new podcast out. Oh. Yeah, uh, Douglas and Dragons. <laughs> That's a good name. Yeah, it's uh, it's I believe it's a new actual play podcast, role-playing and such. I can't remember the name of the game they're playing. Uh, I think it might be completely self-created. But uh, either way, they're a couple episodes in, and they seem to be having a blast doing it. So check out uh, – and this one is on iTunes. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. So you could go to iTunes and you could look up Douglas and Dragons and uh, see what it's like. Let us know, you know, because uh, Doug's always fun to talk to. So I'm sure they're having a blast doing that up. Actually, I don't even think he was on the last episode, but uh, <laughs> knowing those <laughs> guys that he's doing it with anyways are, uh, you know, they'd, they'd keep going whether he made it or not probably. So uh, check that shit out. <coughs> but we got a little off topic there. But, uh, yeah, go on about uh, – yeah, so you're doing the, the okay. cartoon, the strip <laughs> I'm doing, and stuff. Yeah, I'm doing a strip for socialmediumnews.wordpress.com. Uh, I'm going to be doing a four- or five-panel strip for him. Uh, he's a comedian. His name is Jason Brown. He's funny as hell. He lives like 10 minutes from me. And uh, I got together with him at the Lehigh Valley Fan Fest this year. Fan Fest. I went all European fan on you for a second. <laughs> Ooh, I, I think I just got my firecracker wet. Uh -oh. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's, he's got uh, an article up there about the leaked Deadpool footage. Oh, yeah. I know we were going to get into that eventually. I had to drop that bomb on you. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's going to change things. Right? <laughs> and it's so funny. How did any goddamn studio say no to that? I really don't think that they said no. <laughs> I'm what do you think? thinking that that's a Keystone product right there. Yeah, but I mean, they like it's Fox, right? Fox has him, mm -hmm. and because he's a mutant, Fox has Deadpool, and they make that thing, and Fox says no. 
Like, what, Fox, are you really so pussy enough you won't make an R-rated fucking comic book movie? How fucking pussy can you be, Fox? Like, Seriously. Blade was... had r- blood running down the walls, coming out of fire hydrants. Yeah. I mean... You can do it. <laughs> Green Lantern, probably the biggest joke of a comic book movie ever, as far as how people treat it and talk about it. It's and... the Howard the Duck of movies. Yes. And it... <laughs> <laughs> it's so Howard the Duck of movies, it's more Howard the Duck of movies than the movie Howard Duck. And it didn't even have a naked duck in it. <laughs> but it's it, it's it boggles my mind that I I just don't even get that. So so Ryan Reynolds, considering the man who screwed all this up, and everybody mocks him more than anybody. To, I love him to go on the flip side and also have this character that he played in one movie that that movie already fucked up. Yet people still are so into this guy for this role because he's so fucking perfect for it. It's unreal. Yeah, and no, there's no one better. How can we not get this? I mean, this is going to – I wonder who leaked it. And if they're totally like, a, oh, you don't want to make this movie? Well, we're going to show people what fucking idiots you are, you know? Well, I have read that Ryan Reynolds is super ready for this movie. Oh, my God, yeah. I heard that he not only is willing to do it for back end. Yeah. But he is willing to help out with the production. He's probably all over this shit. He always has been. He knows he's made to play that fucking role. Nobody has ever once... You can't name anybody better for the role. No, there you isn't anybody. Do it. There's nobody that funny, that charismatic, that Deadpool-shaped even. And a lot of people have said how it's uh, they're scared because they're, they're, they're name actor. They can't show his pretty face. Cause it's well, Deadpool. there's a plenty of times he pulls his mask off and shows his hideous face. His hideous yeah. face, yes, maybe, but that won't be pretty, pretty Ryan Reynolds, will it? Well, he did it in Wolverine Origins, and it looked cool as shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, all right, look, I liked it. <laughs> it was for what it was. I liked it. I don't particularly like the six foot tall, very non-aggressive Wolverine thing going on there, but I'm okay with that movie. Like Leah Schreiber was great in it. Uh, Jack Human was, eh, you know, but. Everybody else, except for the disappearing guy, didn't like him too much. But that movie was good for me. It was for, for movie's sake. It, it was a good horrible. movie. I didn't think it was the worst at all. I mean, I thought Leif Schreiber brought a serious twist to a comic book character. You know what I he's mean? A, he's a dark man. He's an he amazing dark actor, man. man. Amazing <sighs> actor. And, and that's the way to take something like that, you know? Way to mm-hmm. think outside the box. And, uh, you know, bravo to them for doing such. So... It was definitely better than the Sabretooth we got in any of the X-Men trilogies. Oh, yeah. I mean, Taylor yeah. Mayne in the first one, that was just... Nah. You know, Sabretooth should be treated with a little more respect than just a big dumb oaf, you know, mm-hmm. bodyguard type thing. There's way more to Sabretooth than that, you know? Well, I think it was implied it. that he was under Magneto's control in some capacity, though. No, I think he was just his bitch. Okay, well, it works for me. Locked him in that cage and everything. That was awesome. Yeah, it was good times. We'll see what happens with Apocalypse, man. (laughs) And how many times they're going to fucking... They announced that they're going to do an X-Force movie. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know how I feel, but I'm still going to watch it. to recast (laughs) the Wolverine. You know, if it did, then they're looking at... They're going to have to make rated R comic book movies because I'm not going to go see... You know, I'll watch it on Netflix or I'll rent it at Redbox or something like that, but I'm not going to go see another Wolverine movie. And I didn't go see the last one. I have it on my PlayStation. Hey, the last one up until the last third was the best comic book movie I've ever seen. Very Frank and Miller. The, the end was so fucking bad, it made it the worst comic book movie. It was. I actually remember you podcasting about that when it happened, and you said that they had the most opportunity ever yeah. in a comic book movie to show what the Wolverine really was yeah. and just go ape shit and kill a thousand ninjas, yeah. and they didn't do it. No. They fucking ruined it. They made him yep. pussy-ass, sissy-ass, singing and dancing Wolverine who passed out. And Woke blah, up. Blah, and, uh, yep. Blah. I don't think that some people are ready, like the, the, the production companies and the the movie studios and just the writers in general. I don't think they're ready for the fanboys yet. Like, they're, they're way, getting they, there. But they, I don't understand how it could be so huge and they still don't understand to just let it go. They're so concerned with family and kid shit still. I mean, what, what, what were the kick-ass movies? Were those rated R? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I would hope so, yeah. I, but I'm still, sure. I'm not even sure if they were. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'd go upstairs and look right now, except I'm afraid I'll lose my connection since we're good this time. Yeah, no, I can look <laughs> right here. I'll look quick on my phone. I don't usually like looking things up, but... Uh, 
Yeah, I'm just sitting out by my car. I figured we had a good connection. I ain't going anywhere. Yeah, no, you sound you sound wonderful. I'm enjoying a Pennsylvania night, dark trees. I got a little crescent moon going over when my backyard. When am I backyard. coming to Pennsylvania again? November 16th and 17th. Oh, wait. It's, hold on. It's right here on my computer. I'll step into the Nemesis studio. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, big bug. Going out. Okay, 18A. What's 18A? What does that mean? I believe that's a location we have to find now. It's like, where's Waldo? <laughs> no, that's what it was rated, 18A. That's kind of like an NC-17. Yeah, so it's not PG-13, but it's not quite restricted. No, no, right. but you still have to be 18 or accompanied by an adult. Right. Restrict, restricted is 18 only. And they can't do a fucking Wolverine like that? Bullshit! I'm calling a bullshit on you, Hollywood. Hollywood, well, I call a bullshit. I agree with the bullshit call, and I second it with a what the, the fuck. The bullshit is, is insanely unnecessary. Hey, I, I needed to mention something you posted on Facebook the other day. Uh-oh. And uh -oh. it was fucking craziest fucking shit. And I wanted to make sure that you kind of posted it more for interest's sake mm -hmm. <laughs> than uh -oh. full-on backing sake. Because <laughs> Ted Nugent is fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, no, he's a nut job. Was dude. that you who posted that thing? Oh, I did. I did. I, I post everything that I think will make people think. And it did. Did you read the comments in there? Oh, yeah. People the were unhappy. The second comment was fantastic. <laughs> the second comment, I thought, really laid it out and made things proper. But, uh, yeah, man, you have a knack for doing that. Once, I, once in a while, you'll put something up, and I'm like, okay, I think he's just doing this to get people talking. Cause <laughs> I, lo I love the conversation because here's the basic principle behind it. He's a fucking guitar player. <laughs> okay? Yeah. It's like, but if you go to this extreme, you have to also go to Bono, too, with all the help that he does and all that bullshit. He's a fucking rock star. Yeah. All right? Stop putting credit behind what they say. These are the kids that didn't finish high school <laughs> and learned how to fix a car halfway while getting high and drinking, listening to Iron Maiden. Okay? Remember that. Those are also the people that fixed your cars when you take them to the garage. So pick your garage well. 100%. Don't listen to rock stars. <laughs> oh, totally. He's just so batshit crazy that I needed to make sure that you thought so because he's. Oh my god, he's the best. Or not, he's crazy. Oh, no. I love hearing people with wacky opinions. Are you Fucking kidding me? Mongrels. Yeah, right. I'm like, what? mongrels. Who even uses that word? What is it, 1950? <laughs> and really, you want to know what I did it for? Because of the picture. The picture was enough for me. There need be no words <laughs> behind that. Pretty good. <laughs> I mean, literally. I mean, if no, I didn't do any research, nor do I all my posts. I look at it this way: I read them, and I don't give a shit anyway. I don't believe shit that I read. So, as far as I'm concerned, the zombies are surrounding us right now. <laughs> so I don't really, I don't have television. I don't watch the news anymore because my doctor says it makes me crazy. Yeah. So, so I just read shit online, and I don't agree with any of it. Sometimes it's hard to watch TV, man. There, there will be those days when I'll just be watching the news and be like, I can't do this today. It is too unbelievably fucking depressing and sad to watch the news today. It's biblical at this it's, point, man. Oh, shit is just on dude, fire. The sad shit. That fucking plane in Florida that killed that little girl and her daddy. On the beach. Yeah. Like how Chilling. did this fucking shit happen, That's man? Donnie Darko shit, you know? And, you know, all right, I feel bad about that. Don't get me wrong. But you're on a fucking beach, man. There ain't no trees around you. How'd you miss the plane fall? That's what I thought, too, man. I was like, how the shit does that even yeah. do? Oh, was look, it really Dad, so that? quiet that you didn't hear it coming in? No, my friend was a pilot growing up. He flies uh, a Learjet for a living right now. I used to fly with him constantly. And they're loud as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you ever watch the television show Wings? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we flew there in his little two-engine putt-putt from Pennsylvania all the way up to Nevers Field. And it looks exactly like the show on the outside. Does it really? <laughs> yeah, but once you get inside, it's an airport. What was it called? Like Pawtucket or something? Oh, man. Yeah. I think it was like the something. Pawtucket Airfield or some kind of shit. Mm, it was Tom Nevers Field. I remember that. That was the name of the airport. What was But Pawtucket? I don't remember the name of the place. Pawtucket was something. I just don't remember what. 
It sounds like something Pennsylvania people would say. Pennsylvania. So say again. What? Okay. What con am I coming down for? Okay, it's the Great Allentown oh, Comic Con. I'm coming for the five big year, one. Okay. Big one. Yes. Michael Behan. I'm going to make that happen for you. Fucking, I hope so. I hope to be able to attend. That's very, very exciting. You're so fucking close to me, man. It's about time we hung out. Well, we're done with the Wizard Cons. We're done. We're not oh, going yeah. anymore. Oh, yeah. Fuck the Wizard Cons, man. I, after this year and the way we were treated and the way I saw them treating everyone else, I'm done. Oh, that's all you hear, too, from across the entire continent. Nobody likes these fucking Wizard World cons, and I don't know why they bother fucking having them. It's a quick money cash grab for a bunch of fucking douchebags who can't run shit properly and treat people like crap. They really yeah, do. They, they have this conceit about them. Like, why? Because you're fucking Wizard World? Fuck off. You know, you're a yeah. magazine. Right? It's, yeah. it's And not even a published magazine anymore, right? Yeah, is exactly. It, is it still published? I don't, I know. don't I've been even to the bookstore. know. I've See? never seen it. We don't even fucking know. It's so of little importance. And they they are an inferior con. They're a ran inferior league. Yes. I, mean, I understand the areas. Some people, that's all they have is a wizard con. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, like, if that's all you got, then absolutely go nuts. You know, I've only. Well, listen, that's to... kind of our big one here. So yeah, it's... I'm done. I'm well, going to get the other ones growing on. then, man. That's all you can really do. You have to just. Just keep them growing, and thankfully they're growing by like leaps and fucking bounds, you know. Because yeah, man, I've been to two wizard cons in Toronto, and both were just they were just not up to par. They just weren't up to standards. They weren't a good vibe. Uh, no, they, they, they weren't. Were a also, good vibe. fucking That's empty. Right. I mean, you know, here I've told you and you've heard how many cons we have that go on in fucking Ontario around here. You know, we've got Guelph Con, Con G, Hamilton Con, Toronto Comic Con, Fan Expo, Niagara Falls Comic Con. You've got fucking so many, I don't even know all their fucking names. So nobody here bothers going to a fucking Wizard World Con. And they stopped coming here. They don't come here anymore. (laughs) Because we don't need them and we don't want them. (laughs) You know? I just, I just don't, like... All right, I understand making a buck, but they when they have curtains up so you can't even see the celebrities. Yeah, yeah. That's just horse shit. Yeah, that's just dumb. I mean, and and they treat all the comic guys like stepchildren, like yeah. unwanted stepchildren. Totally. Like like you're the reason we have this, but you know, you go over here in this hot portion where no one's going to see you. Yeah, it's it's an unfortunate thing, man. It's uh, you know, boy, you can you do. Thankfully, there are the ones out there that are big and and uh exciting and uh you know that we'll roll together nicely so you got to get your ass up here for fan expo sometime too yeah i was talking to tracy about it you guys are like what four than welcome to come up this year if you got a fucking uh passport man we can fucking work that shit out i have a feeling my house is going to be a bit of a flop house this year (laughs) fan expo you know I don't think we're going to make it to this year. We'll plan got, for next uh, year then, for sure. Yeah, Tracy and I already have begun planning for that, actually. Oh, good, good. Because, I mean, yeah. I always tell people, like, fuck, you can't get to San Diego, which, of course, is the mecca, the goal, and the mission. You fucking go to New York. You come to fucking Toronto. You mm-hmm. want to feel what it's like to be on a main stage-style comic convention, third in the world, 130,000 people fucking sweating all over you. Come on up to Toronto, kids, because not only is it awesome because it's a step down from San Diego in the way that Marvel and DC don't even have a fucking booth. So you have a a, a San Diego almost size convention without a lot of the big guys. So you can Two have, rooms, right? Yeah, you can imagine how fucking big our artist Sally is. It is immense. It's like half the fucking building. It's fucking huge. That's and my favorite part, too. It's, it's an amazing, amazing thing, man. It's Toronto has such an incredible comics and arts community because we have so many schools here, eh? And uh, colleges, art colleges, and, you know, institutes. It's just a very, very color, cultured, arty city, you know? And you're yeah. only three, four hours away. Fuck yeah, you need to come and bring your beautiful wife up here and have a good time, you know? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, uh, yeah, what else has been going on? Uh not uh, to, oh, well in in, in, the, in the world of the Star Wars, we always got to oh. bring it back around to the Star Wars. Although not much has really happened, um, the, I believe we've talked about, or at least I talked about the X-wing video that came out since the that was awesome. Episode. And uh, yeah, that was super fun, cool, of course. But since then, not much has happened. Although the beard, <laughs> the beard, 
Yeah, but they oh, put... no, we always knew that though. I don't know why people made news out of that. We always but it pretty... looks great. Oh, it does look great. It looks fantastic. They all look good. But I mean, people seem to be acting like they didn't know he was going to have a beard. Like, really? You didn't know that? Come on. Yeah. No, it was exciting. I don't like the plot outline. Uh, I... If the plot is what they're saying it is, that little outline they gave us, I'm not happy about that. It seems a little vague. <laughs> like there could, like it's not as thick as you would think it would be. Yeah, it just doesn't like make I... sense that Han and Leia yeah, yeah. wouldn't be together. Especially since he doesn't care for her war or yeah. her rebellion, and then nothing but money. <laughs> like I, don't, why would Luke take off for thirty years unless he's training somebody? Because Yoda p- told him to pass on what he fucking learned. He better have passed it on. Or I say, or he, he doesn't was, pass he was it on, on until someone Jedi. comes. Yeah, I yeah. I say he was on that Jedi planet, honing his skills. For 30 years, becoming the master Dagobah? that he knew he would be. I wonder if he'd go to Dagobah. That's where he would have to go. Not that's that's his, that's his planet. <laughs> that's not what he made. <laughs> well, Yoda, I mean, that's where he learned to be who he is. It would make sense. Absolutely. That's his home planet minus, you know, the dead aunt and uncle and, <laughs> a whole, you know, a couple solar systems. But come on. Well, it's kind of neat when you think about the fact that they don't have a home planet. They were nope. born on a ship. They were born yep. on a medical ship, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they don't even have a home planet, a place to call home as much as you could say Tatooine. But, I mean, Leia didn't even go to – had never even been to Tatooine until she was fucking in Jedi when she yeah. was slave Leia, you know? so Sarlacc time. Yeah, yeah, man. But I don't know. The whole idea of them not being together, that just kind of bothers me. But we'll see. I'm going to keep the faith, uh, you know – it's not like the plot is the only thing anyways, considering, uh, you know, how fucking I, excited people get. I want lightsabers. That's all I'm saying. There will be lightsabers. And I will be seeing it in 3D. I don't know if I'm going to go that far. I want to see a saber come at me. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. I might see <laughs> I would both. probably scream. Why not do both, right? I, I would say we make a day of it. Holy shit, my phone is sitting beside me and it's just buzzing off like nothing there is so much conversation going on right now um about a whole bunch of podcasts we got coming out i'll mention very soon we have a new two jays later coming out nice Uh, we also have a new media junk food podcast coming out and get this guess who our guest was he was on media junk food yeah who this guy his name is jay kent Okay. He is the guy who wrote the script that leaked online that everybody thought was Kevin Smith's decoy Batman Superman script. Did you hear wow. about all that? Yeah, briefly. I, I, I tend to, you know, I shy away from the Kevin Smith stuff when it comes to Batman and Superman just because of what they did to him. And, you know, the whole Nick Cage thing. Hey, they're making a documentary of that, eh? Yeah, I, I had posted I posted something up on Facebook the other day. Corey and I had like a two-hour Skype to discuss, uh, you know, the direction we're traveling in, and that came up. We were talking about it, and I found it like two seconds after we got done talking to each other on the phone. So I quick threw it up on the Faces books, and uh, yeah, no, it's it's a legit documentary. It that might like. have been where I saw it actually. That if that's where you put the link, but uh, it was really it had Nick long-haired Nick Cage in a blue bi- mocap suit. Yeah, totally. Imagine if that shit happened. Ooh. What that the, was a Harley. A Harley. We have bikers. You gotta like bikers and Harleys. So uh, this guy was a guest, and he explained why he did it and how he did it, and uh, it was really informative. Unfortunately, the quality of the recording is fucking horrible, so I'm trying to clean it up right now so I can get it out there because it's worth some of the conversation that's in there. Might have to chop it up pretty good. But then we recorded another one with him again today that turned out really well. So uh, the next episodes 15 and 16 of the Junk Food Podcast are going to be really interesting, fun kids. And I hope you enjoy that. And uh, what else? Oh, yeah. Also, a little bit of an an announcement. But again, it's happening again, kids. It comes again this way, this weekend. The joining of great two great forces shall join as one. 
That's right. Are kids. you getting drunk again? It is blunts versus booze. Ooh. It is Canucks versus Merkins. And our get weapon will be once again cross potting with our good friends from down in Michigan, the Drunk on Comics podcast. Hi, Derek. Hi, Derek. Um, oh, Matt, Tony, and Kevin are all away this weekend doing various things, whatever the heck it is that those three may go off and do. Kevin may be having a pinball tournament. Actually, I heard it was a brony con. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been uh, drinking. The McKee brothers are heading out to their first BronyCon. They'll be bringing you all the fantastic details on Drunk on Comics. <laughs> 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 oh, that's fucking cute and hilarious. But uh, yeah, me and Derek are going to hang out and we're going to do a little cross potty in action. So, uh, you know, you'll get to hear me actually on air review some comic books and uh, such and i'm really looking forward to it so that's going to be a good time that'll probably be out uh, uh sunday or so something like that because this one's going to come out soon so uh i think that is a good addressing of all the things and matters at hand that need to be addressed uh thank you very 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 much of course as always for hanging out and supporting this show as much as you do stan you are a dear friend and companion as to you well as well sir Make sure that you give your beautiful wife, Tracy, a kiss from all of us, all the weaponeers, all the fans and brigade of an elegant weapon. But uh, that was a lot of fun. So that's what we're coming at you with this week, kids, and that's all we have to discuss. So, again, next week, drunk on fucking comics. Keep paying attention to at Nemesis underscore studios on Twitter. Go to Nemesis Thank you. Studios on uh, the Facebook and uh, then you can go to nemesisstudios.com and uh, check all that shit out. And also, don't forget us, www.anelegantweapon.ca. The CA, of course, stands for Canada, bitches. We love you all. Stan, you're amazing. You too, bro. All right. We'll talk to you next time, kids. Take it Peace. easy.